Hello, hello. My name is Carla and Restoring Healthy Mindset is my thing. Welcome back to the Becoming Her podcast. And today I have a special guest. I am so excited for you guys to meet her. She is one of my first ladies that we did coaching together. And honestly, she's amazing. She um, has two daughters. She's a mama. She's also a businesswoman and honestly, just a great person all around. She's also very gorgeous. So Maricela, if you can go ahead and introduce yourself, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hey, Carla. So first and foremost, thank you so much for sharing your platform and allowing me to come and talk about my life experience. And also, yes, like you said, my name is Maricela. I am a single mom of two amazing daughters. I'm a cosmetologist. Um, So just a little bit about me. I was raised with four boys. Growing up, I had no idea how to take care of myself as a lady. I was always struggling and also becoming a mom so young, it just drove me to want to learn more. And because of this, I did end up going to cosmetology school, trying to find ways to help my outer beauty and also help other women be more confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I really like, well, when I first met you, honestly, you seem to be the type of woman to be for women or like a girl's girl. Uh, because yeah. you're so open and you're so transparent and I got that vibe from you from you know meeting virtually uh, and like I said you're also very gorgeous so and you have a beautiful smile so it's very welcoming. <laughs> Thank you I appreciate it. Very very welcoming. Um, so how did you find me on TikTok actually? You did pop up on my For You page. I'm not exactly sure which video was it that I first saw but as soon as I heard your content, I could relate so much to it. And now I'm just so involved in wanting to know so much about, you know, not just outer beauty, but inner beauty. And you are really good at explaining things and helping women really find themselves, you know? So after watching your first year page, starting almost every video I could, and I started the way the way you express yourself it's just really motivating for me as a person that means that means a lot I'm, I always like to hear you guys say I know it sounds like I don't want to do my own horn here but <laughs> it really means a lot because to me from the for other sure. side as like a a creator I feel like or just you know a person an individual who wants to empower women um we deal with a lot of I deal with a lot of hate as well so whenever right. you or just you know my community in general says like you help me achieve blah 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 it helps me just it motivates me to continue doing what I do no matter what other people might say or what other people might think of me so Mm -hmm. I I'm really happy that that's that's what I inspired for you to do and going since we are in season two and we're talking about (laughs) self-love with self-love also comes you know the getting out of either the imposter syndrome or even self-doubt um and speaking about you know self-doubt what is self-doubt to you? Um, did you did you ever cross upon self-doubt um, when you started your business? Because you said you're, you know, you're a business owner now. For sure. So self-doubt to me is like a really touchy subject because I feel like that's something that I deal with on a daily basis till this day. Um, and what it really means to me is lack of confidence and not believing that successful outcomes are possible for you in pretty much any area of your life. So yes, it did cross my mind many times, but the way that I deal with it is, well, what I've been learning is 
don't just stay there in your head and let that get to you because I'm very mental and I overanalyze everything, but act on it and ask yourself, is your desire bigger than your doubts? Do you really want this? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to sit here and complain? Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's really pushed me. And also watching my daughters, I want to set an example where I don't want them to repeat the same cycles that I've lived. So watching them grow and seeing the ladies they're becoming, I'm like, yeah, I have to make an impact on that. I can't just talk about it. I have to be about it too. I love that you say that because I can guarantee you that they do see you and they're seeing all the changes that you're making in your life. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure that, uh, you know, it encourages and inspires them as well to do what they love and find what they love and pursue it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I think that I relate to it in a way as well because for me I saw my mom growing up well she had me very young as well so she had me when she was 17 she got pregnant with me at 16 got, uh she had me when she was 17 so honestly I think seeing my mom as well just what you were saying like I don't know how she, I still question to this day like how <laughs> the, in the world did she do it where I'm still alive I'm 100% healthy and I'm like not just you know existing I'm thriving and I'm living my life completely and even though that she did that when she was really young us as women and especially as mothers you guys honestly you guys are awesome like you guys have so much willpower and so much energy and so much love to give to the point where you don't just push yourself but you're pushing a a little family like now my now my mom's seeing like oh my gosh how did this come out of me? How did this come out of me? <laughs> I know <laughs> it really is hard to believe as a mom, like my daughter, my oldest, I've told you she's a teenager and me being in the store because, you know, um, people do think that I'm younger. They're like, wait, why is she calling you mom? You're not her. I'm like, what? That's crazy. And then I even like ask myself, I look at her and I'm like, I can't believe that she's my daughter. That's it's really crazy. <laughs> yes. And I mean, it's a it's a beautiful thing. And honestly, yeah. the way that I see it, it's like uh, the as me and my mom got closer or just grew up I was like wait I grew up with my mom like that's a bond that I feel like not Mm -hmm. a lot of people have unless they experience it it's like whoa I grew I grew up with my mom and I also saw my mom grow and I think I think I've been very lucky and just very blessed um, to be able to have this mindset or just like this mentality of, of I've always had compassion towards my mom I don't know maybe like something in me was always like it's okay she's young she's learning she doesn't really know and because of that I feel like I also let my mom grow in her own way too of like not judging her and um that's it it goes hand in hand like daughters have such a big relationship to mothers just as mothers have a huge impact um to their daughters as well uh so Hearing you say that really makes me even reflect on my daughter's relationship because you have shared a little bit about stories about you and your mom, and that makes me relate to you so much more. So thank you for that, for being vulnerable, because it does help other women want to even listen to that more. You know, some some people are not vulnerable or they'll sit there and act like, oh, I've never gone through this, but let me tell you how you can be better at that. So Mm -hmm. how is that going to help me if I don't know if you've experienced Mm -hmm. this? I feel like you cannot really understand a person unless you've experienced something similar. Exactly. And that's why it doesn't scare me. Like whenever um, either you see a lot of like single moms or moms that have gone like out of a marriage and they're mm-hmm. like, what the heck do I do? What the heck do I do? How can I start from? And it doesn't scare yeah. me because I saw it in my own household. I saw my For mom sure. like 
you know, come from a, a awful place and turned it into something good, got married and like worked on herself and having, you know, have another kid or my sister. And I, I've seen her grow as well as a person and it can happen. So that's why I have, um, I don't I don't lose hope and I don't lose faith for anybody's journey in regards to either like finding a relationship that they want, getting their dream job, creating their dream career, because you could start from anywhere. You just need to have like that um and am- not just ambition, but just motivation to do it and want yeah. to do that desire something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to really want something different for sure. Exactly. And since we spoke on creating, you know, self-doubt and you creating your own business and having, you know, for people looking at you, little little eyes and little people looking at you, how were you able to either overcome or kind of just deal with self-doubt? How were you able to just like, because I feel like with self-doubt, you kind of have to punch it a little bit. You have to be like, ah, go away, go away. <laughs> how were you yeah. able to do that? Yeah, so pretty much just going back to instead of just staying in your head is act on it, you know? You're always going to have these doubts. They're always going to be there in your head, but just know that, they are not real. These are just, you know, little obstacles that get in the way. I feel like a lot of times it's the ego too, mm-hmm. talking to you, making you feel like you're this one person, you know, putting up masks and walls to protect you, but you just really have to believe and have faith. If you really want something bigger and better, you have to just act on it. Whether whether you fell or not, I feel like you're still winning. Mm-hmm. Just give it a try, you know, just don't stop there exactly just give it a try even if you fail and mm-hmm. I love I love that you say that because so many people need that be, and it can go into relationships as well it's like even yeah. if you had a failed relationship you did what it's so hard for people to do yeah which is take the risk of love mm-hmm. like it that's it comes to that it's like you have to take the risk and I remember when I was when I had just gotten like um started my business and and everything as well I remember my husband saying just do it just do it you never know even if you fail it's okay you did it you have the experience you gained that experience and that could lead you to other things and it's so true and it goes and it goes with everything it goes in professional relationships romantic relationships um with anything because everything requires a a little amount of risk like it or not (laughs) And that's so beautiful, too, like how you talk about the relationship you have with your husband, because I feel like support is really important because, yes, we can always tell ourselves, give yourself affirmations and talk positive to yourself. But sometimes it really is hard to believe in ourselves. So when we hear from people around us, Mm -hmm. it is a bigger impact, whether we want to accept it or not. We do really need a supportive system and positive people around you because that will really influence your life. I love that you said support system support system is honestly key to any success because like how I mentioned earlier like you know in a way you guys are also my support system because I receive so much you know hate or negative feed not not even negative feedback I think it's also like bullying from so many people that Mm -hmm. thankfully I have that strong support system to keep me in check and to also um to also motivate me to continue even though I have motivation you have those moments where you're just kind of like either break down or have imposter syndrome and you're just overthinking Mm -hmm. everything and that's when you need that your support system to pull you out from that little space (laughs) that you put yourself into (laughs) Mm -hmm. and not only that but 
because I have dealt with a lot of situations by myself. I'm not going to say, oh, I never received help because I did. Thankfully, my, my family has been there in very difficult moments. But I have dealt with a lot of things that I've been alone most of the time. And it's mostly because it's an option for me. Like, I would rather not let my daughters know about certain things or my family. Mm -hmm. I've just been very private with certain things. So me being by myself in these really dark places had been really hard and having the doubt. But you have to really find something that pushes you because you have little ones watching you. So speaking Mm -hmm. from a mom's point of view, it's like you, you cannot tell your kids to be positive and confident Mm -hmm. and then you're sitting there allowing everybody to you know just I don't know just everything ganging up on you and you're just like no like you have to get out of it you have to figure it out for you and for them because Mm -hmm. you're teaching them how how to get through these difficult moments and really face them exactly I love that you said that I because it's true like I said like I said in in the beginning you as a I don't know what it is but I feel like I'm excited to experience this as well in due time whenever it's my time to be a mom because I'm telling you it's like a pump I don't know I feel like it's like a pump of superpower of being able to have that restraint in order to have that boundary of not um how do I say this of not telling your of not one telling your daughters like when you're at your darkest or yeah. lowest point because sometimes you do have to have that boundary of like keeping that private yeah because it's sometimes it's not appropriate like it, it's it's not and other times it's okay to be vulnerable with you know specific situations but um as as like a mom I think that it's like a pump of superpower that you guys receive because it motivates you and pushes you to do things that you wouldn't normally do for yourself it really I, does <laughs> I'm I'm I, I like I said like I to moms like whoa it's a big responsibility <laughs> and a big job I will always admire moms for this always yeah. um <laughs> and it, it I wanted to mention something on that but I think I forgot oh yes yes and in, in particular in regards to um boundaries and mom setting boundaries one boundary my mom had forever because I was adopted so I am adopted from my stepdad now he's my dad but I was adopted from my dad and but with my biological father my mom went through some very 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 shady things with him and was in a very toxic relationship but never once did my mom say anything bad about my biological dad she let me figure it out by myself And, and growing up like now that I'm older I'm like how in the heavens did my mom have enough strength to not say so many mean things because I had this example of um, my since I had a stepdad I came with a stepsister um, and she had obviously was raised by a different mom but you got to see the difference because her mom my stepsister's mom would say a lot of you know cruel things about my dad and she would come in with that attitude of like well you know he did this and he did that when he was with my mom blah 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 and it was like very toxic but my mom would always you know keep that private and she would not share that information and um she let me figure it out by myself until I came to a point I think I was like 10 and I decided to no longer have a relationship with my biological father because I saw that he was unhealthy I was super young yes but I realized it at a really really young age and I think it's because I'm the oldest so I wasn't yeah. just looking after myself. I was looking after my brother. And I realized that it just wasn't healthy to be there. But my mom allowed me to decide that for myself. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it like having that fear of like, is this, you know, is this man, you know, my kid's, my kid's father going to do something mm-hmm. messed up to them? Is he going to hurt them? She allowed me to experience that by myself. And I think it took a lot of maturity, but it helped me so much like in the long run. And I admire my mom so much more now because she yeah. had that. She And so like, it goes a long way. What you moms do goes a long, long, long way. And boundaries are definitely important to have in uh, when it comes to, you know, parent and and daughters and sons. I think it's, it's, yeah, it's very important. Is. I feel like me, because I am a young mom and I, I also was pregnant at 16, had my oldest at 17. So that's very similar to how you were how you were brought up um I feel like with my daughters I try to have a friendship and Mm. I am very vulnerable with certain things and I do tell them a lot of things that I probably shouldn't be saying but now they're a little older and I feel like that has helped them become closer to me because because I was being so private at certain things and hiding so many and maybe a little bit of strictness they were like wow my mom is this perfect person that never does nothing so I feel like they felt like they needed to hide things from me and then I got to a point where like, you know what, this isn't helping them because I don't want my daughters to go to other people to talk to them about things. I'm always going to guide them from a good place from my heart. And I don't feel like I have, like, I need to have control over them. I just want the best for them. And it had to be that way because me growing up, they were so strict on me. I had to do sneaky things, you know, like in school. <laughs> you know, a friend oh because so sorry. Let me, I'm sorry. My dear barking. Oh, I'm going to have to cut this off. No! You're fine. anyways they they were very strict on you Mm -hmm. I'm gonna leave that in there I don't care (laughs) this is too good (laughs) hey I would rather it be you than me no No, but yes they my family was super strict so then I became really sneaky you know hanging out with friends ditching school and even though in that moment I thought that was the only way I was going to hang out with friends and have fun now looking back, I wish I would have done so many things different and not wasted my time in those kinds of ways. So I always tell my daughters these things and I am so vulnerable because I'm like, look, this is what happened in my life. And I thought it was fun and everything, but it wasn't at the end of the day, it wasn't benefiting me in any way. And I was only hurting myself. So I have to be vulnerable in certain things. And I feel like that has helped me a lot more now than being so private. But then again, they also sometimes are like oh my mom's my friend so they think they can get away with things and then that's when I have to step in and be like you know what we're friends but I'm also your mom so remember that you know yeah no definitely and you know what I want to go I'm gonna go ahead and add on to that because well this is maybe you could take this as a this is what my mom would always tell me and I remember I was so scared of my mom because my mom was strict (laughs) but but like in a good way she was like a cool mom but also like the mom that would flip the switch yes um but she would tell me this and maybe this could help you like whenever you're being stern with your daughters she would tell me this best friends and friends you can get wherever yeah but mother a mom you only have one and one of those and she would tell me in spanish she'd be like amigas pues tener muchas pero mamá soy la única (laughs) (laughs) so i'm so serious i don't know like I don't I don't know how my mom did it my mom was very very wise and I got very blessed to like have that experience because I'm able to have this conversation with you and talk mm-hmm. to you from a daughter's perspective um yeah. and and honestly all all I could say is that your daughters will appreciate you so much when when Thank you. 
when they get older yeah they will they trust me they will because they're they'll see your struggles and your you know your battles but um I think that in the long run they're they will always take care of you like I, I know that I will always take care of my mom because of because of everything we've been through but also because she cared for us and and that's something that I think that is also very important to mention like you care about your daughters yeah. and you love them so much and there's a lot of you know I don't want to throw shame to anybody but there's a lot of parents that don't and you're yeah. one of you're one out of you know a lot of parents that do so yeah. I think that that's that's amazing yeah. and yes <laughs> and um continuing continuing on with you know self-doubt Mm -hmm. Are there any tips uh, or are there three tips that you can go ahead and give to women uh, that are dealing with self-doubt currently? Yeah. So one of the tips is accepting self-doubt. It's normal, but that doesn't mean that you have to believe that it's real. So keep that in mind. And I love that. I love that. Thank you. And number two, every negative thought that you have, replace it with a positive. Or oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Like, for instance, if you're saying to yourself, I don't like how my body looks, but I'm working on it and I'm loving myself every day, you know, don't just end it there. And that does give you a different type of mindset. It gives you a different type of energy. Now you are looking forward to something. So that's something that I like to do. But and yeah, then that's actually really good. <laughs> it's really good. And number three. I would say just know that everything in life has a solution. So always have faith because there's also a saying that my mom would always say, and she would say, um, everything in life has a solution except death. So even if you're in the darkest spot, don't think that that's it for you because I guess, you know, it's happened to me <laughs> where uh, there's something going on and I feel like that's the end of mm -hmm. And then when you really get out of it and you really think about it and you take some time away from it, you're like, wait, there are things that I can do to change this. So just absolutely. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a good one take notes guys like take notes <laughs> this is coming from two business women two entrepreneurs here so yeah. we know we we know the struggle and if you're yeah. going through this as well like know that you're not alone it, and not it's it's normal how marisa was saying it's normal to feel you know have self-doubt but yeah. what's important is how you battle these things because it's not like you're not going to have struggles and every time going into your last tip that I guess in a way it's like the only thing in life that is guaranteed is death and which is true and whenever you feel like there's no solution to the current problem that you face think about the other problem that you thought the same thing of and look at yourself where you are now there's always a solution and there's always something better there's always something coming that you don't see it but it's in the works already for you because of what you've been doing good or bad like it or not it, it could go both ways either really good or very dangerously bad it depends on how we react to um situations so that that's those are very good tips um now let's talk woman to woman i know we got into it a little bit uh talking about like moms and daughters uh but i want to go ahead and mention this again you wear so many hats in your daily life mm -hmm. how are you able to keep it together and still prioritize yourself because i know you a little bit better I know you prioritize yourself and you have, I don't know how you do it, but you seem to have a schedule and you seem to have it together. You, you, and you're punctual, 
when you say <laughs> something, you do it. Like I yeah. admire you for that because people that you know have the same responsibilities of you don't show up the way that you do. And I love the way that you show up for yourself. That's why I invited you to my podcast because this should be recognized. How do you yeah. do this? Yeah, so it's not easy. Honestly, it was really hard for me to get to this point. I feel like the older the my girls got, it got better. But yes, I do like to hold myself accountable because I do that with other people as well. And I feel that that's something that you should keep in mind. Like you cannot expect somebody to show up for you if you're not doing it for yourself. So every day it was a struggle for me and I definitely had late nights and early mornings, but prioritizing what's important in the moment and making a list every day if you need to, a to-do list, kind of like a grocery list. If you go into the grocery store without a list, you're going to end need. You're going to come back home and guess what? Mm-hmm. Now you have to go back, you know? And just like <laughs> Even in relationships, right? Make a list of what you want because you don't Mm -hmm. want to settle for less. So same thing with your daily life, but don't forget to add yourself in that list. Even Mm -hmm. if you, if you need to work out, if you need to journal, whatever it is, add yourself. It doesn't have to be a whole hour. It can start by little, but if you take care of yourself, you'll be able to show up so much better for other people in your daily routine. Exactly. I I love that. And that's so true. And you know, I like that you said that it's taken me time to get to this point in my life, which it has, you know, forever. You know, if you're listening to this and you're in the same position where it's either, you know, you, you're a mama, you have children or, you know, you run a household and you're working. We as women can do so much. And with that being said, also prioritize yourself. Yeah. Obviously, it's obviously it's possible. Maricela's doing it. You're, do, you know, you're doing it. So, yeah be patient with yourself but also prioritize yourself if you are going into situations where you're just giving and giving and giving and not giving to yourself and not giving back to yourself it's going to come to a point where you just face a burnout and you just realize that you become a person that you don't want to be or maybe you look in the mirror and you're just like what who am I like who am I yeah and another thing that I want to add that is because we are moms and we naturally want to do more for others prioritizing yourself also looks like taking some time off because for me it was really hard I felt like everything had to be done and if it wasn't then my there was no way that I was doing the things right right so then I'm like it's okay you can take a break you can relax like I know you Carla are used to listening to my voice and I'm just getting over a flu but this podcast was like super important to me so I'm like no I have to show up so I'm here (laughs) thank you and but I have been taking little bit of time off from the gym because I'm like you know what if I want to get better faster Mm -hmm. I can't just go force my body to do something that it can't do right now so I feel like that's also something that needs to be said because some women put so much on their plate Mm -hmm. and you need to take some time to take care of yourself first I I completely agree and it's also very scary in the world that we live in right now because it's, it's a lot of pressure for women I mean, how easy, and it's easy to compare because going with what you said, taking a break, when you go on social media, that's like the last thing you see. You think that, Mm -hmm. you know, women have everything put together and Mm -hmm. like go, they go to the gym and have this specific body or like beauty standards, not not just that, but in general, like a specific lifestyle. And it's so easy to want to compare and be like, wow, like, I wish I could have that or like do the same things. But in reality, 
yes, it's great, you know, for them, good for them, be grateful, you know, that's good that they have that lifestyle and it's obviously possible. But at the same time, we have to be realistic in what, in what we have and in what we will be and what we're working on. Um, Because it's easy to kind of fall into that loophole of why, why can't I have this? Or how can I have that? Or just, I don't know if I'm making myself clear in regards to. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, you know, comparing is something that like kind of like self-doubt I don't feel like it's something that you can get rid of but at least do it the right way because it's not about like me for instance I sometimes compare myself to let myself know that I am getting better and Mm -hmm. if I'm I'm it's not like putting anyone down or anything but sometimes I'm like you know what I think I mentioned to you the other day um, I had an experience where I went to get my makeup done and the professionals weren't being professional and I'm like Mm -hmm. wait a minute and then I'm like, wait, if I'm I'm doing really good at what I'm doing because I could do this better, you know? And mm-hmm. it, like, of course, I still gave them the same respect as their job and treated them like a normal person. But I feel like when you compare yourself, just make sure that you're doing it in a way where it's positive for you, where you're moving up and you know that that's what you're doing, you know? Exactly. You know? Yes. Yes, because it's also good, you know, to keep that's part of being accountable as well. Like you're showing up for yourself and you also can see your own growth with other people. Like I'm not, you know, it's, it's inevitable how you were saying it's inevitable not to compare yourself because in a way it's good to, it's healthy to have um, either competition or just like challenges and competition can look many, comes in all shapes and sizes. It could also Mm -hmm. be competition with yourself. You could be competing with yourself, the person who you were yesterday and wanting to be better. And that reminds me of something I've been listening to. um, I'm listening to an audiobook, And Mm -hmm. one of the key notes that I got from it was escape competition (sighs) through authenticity. So a way to escape competition is through your authenticity. That's why, like, it. It caught well me as a person that's always posting it's like oh my gosh the newest thing is this the newest thing is that but what keeps me stable and keeps me on the ground and just on my feet is like this this what it says right here escape competition through authenticity be you will be the best at something because you're being yourself no one can beat you at being you exactly so I think that that's like another great um great subject and great thought to add on just for anybody that's like dealing with that because I'm sure that there's a lot of people that are it's normal yeah I just feel like it just it should be normalized that it's okay to have these doubts and it's okay to feel like yourself you know because uh, I feel like a lot of people want to escape those and I had been in that situation where I'm like no it's not normal and there's a where this person has to after you no longer have these negative thoughts and the monk replies well when I don't have them I'll let you know you're never going once you reach that where you can no longer grow then you're probably going to die point of living you know <laughs> there's yeah. always room for growth that is so true and yeah, and I mean, I do share like on one of like a confidence tip is like to not compare yourself, but it yeah. took me a long time to get there. Like, even though I guess like I'm young, I'm 23, but it took me like a lot of intentional work 
to like yeah. not compare myself because I could come I noticed that my weakness I'm going to share with you guys because we're on a podcast and I trust you all but my <laughs> biggest weakness is not like physical beauty or like beauty in general with like other women I don't know I think it just comes from my mom and my family because I don't compare myself with uh, other people externally I compare myself I notice professionally like wow I love the way that they wrote their that email I wish I could be like as good as that or I love the way that they communicated you know that point or how they came across that point and how they weren't afraid of being confrontational like I noticed myself comparing my comparing myself and wanting to be as good as other people with that for some reason with the physical and like clothes and like I don't know other other people I don't I think it's just because I have this thing of just I just want to empower people and like inspire them to be better but I don't and I think it's also genetic because I spoke to my grandma the other day and I was like oh this is why the way that this is why I am the way that I am and she told me she's like it's because people don't understand that it's not the clothes that I wear it's me I make the clothes look good I was like oh my gosh this is where I get it from but yeah, mind you, <laughs> this is a this is like a house of a girl. She's like in her seventies. She's she's a seventy year old woman, and yeah. she's speaking like this. I'm like, okay, I think it might be genetic. I think it might be a genetic yeah. thing. Um, and that, but that's like, like comparing comparing yourself in a positive way, you know, know that you yeah that that person's doing something good, but you want to strive to that or you know be better. So I feel like that's more helpful than like, oh, I don't have this or I don't have that, you know? Exactly. Yeah, because it, it is completely, it is completely normal. And some, some, you know, someone's weaknesses could be your strengths and someone's strengths could be your weaknesses. And that's where you're really like you, you balance out. So um, I know we touched, we got a little bit off topic about prioritizing yourself, but here are some good tips for you guys to get. <laughs> And um, continuing on, so how did you start your self-love journey? You said, what was like the baby steps of your process of getting to where you are now, where you have, um, where you have your life put together in a way, like you, you know, you have a schedule or you, you put mm-hmm. yourself first. How did you get there? What was, what was like the baby steps of your self-love journey? So realizing that my upbringing and the way I was guiding my life was not something that was working out for me. I figured out that I had to change something. And because I didn't have those role models, I started throwing myself into, well, diving into audiobooks or just books in general, going into YouTube. And now we have much more resources like TikTok. That's mm-hmm. where I found you. You know, so those, I feel like if you do not have that support system, you can also find it through these areas where not a lot of people think about. And they might feel like, oh, I need to spend some money on this and that. But no, they have public libraries still. And mm-hmm. they have all these books, you know. So it's really just what you want and what you're looking for. To me, self-growth was the biggest thing that I wanted to work on. So that's the kind of books that I read or that I listened to. And, you know, also working on my body, making sure that I have a routine in the gym. And that definitely helped me upgrade my lifestyle absolutely yeah and and even if it's just for me I think one of the things that has helped me a lot I didn't realize the power of walking of walking Mm. long distance because I would I would spend a lot of time at the gym which is good because the gym is so helpful and if you guys have access to a gym like go to the gym having Mm -hmm. a daily routine does because you could really stress and it's just scientifically proven to help you eat as well with like um 
your chemistry like brain chemicals and everything like it's just so yeah. healthy all around but I mm-hmm. think for me right now because I'm at a point in my life where I can't go to the gym every day mm-hmm. um w- walking long distance has really saved me I didn't realize how much it could it yeah. helped um but I definitely do walk at least like three miles a day or more um yeah. and it has definitely kept me in shape <laughs> and um if someone maybe like if you don't have access to a gym you could just go on a very long trail or just hiking or whatever and that also helps I didn't realize that but yeah definitely exercise is super important yeah I feel like walking outdoors it's a big difference compared to walking on a treadmill Mm -hmm. and I feel like you do even like for me it's random when I get inspired like inspirational thoughts and when I'm Mm -hmm. walking outdoors and I'm just minding my own business like in my own little world I start thinking like things stop popping on my head and I'll Mm -hmm. pull up write it down in notes and I'm like wow it's like nature does something to you (laughs) yes it is so true and uh I I am the same way I'm exactly the same way like whenever I get ideas from my TikTok it's from like when I'm walking and looking at trees and at the sky it's like whoa whoa." (laughs) so yeah I definitely encourage that as well and at what point did you realize or did you decide that it was time to put yourself first? Was there a specific moment in your life where you remember either like really crying or just being okay. so frustrated where you're just like, I- I'm done. I had enough. It's time to put me first. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to get a little deeper <laughs> and sure. it's I, I really don't share my personal, um, you know, struggles in life because I always try to put this mask where I got it all, you know, I can handle it and I don't go through these things, but yeah, about, seven years ago I had my first close loss which was my brother and I still didn't want to face my reality I was still keeping up this mask where I'll be okay and you know I can't cry because my mom you know she Mm -hmm. needs me my kids and and just trying to be the strong person that I really Mm -hmm. wasn't and all these wounds that I still carried as a child I hadn't worked on these and I was already a grown woman with kids you know so this all manifested into a relationship and I was in a three-year relationship that everything that I told myself I would not put up with just became the person and it was horrible you know and I don't blame this person because I am a woman of faith you know and I do think that things happen for a a reason at that time I was playing victim you know like oh why is this happening but when I decided to end everything a little bit before that, I also lost my dad. So it was really, yeah. really just you know, so much. And I'm like, no, I can't do this anymore. So that's when I started really crying and really expressing myself. And and it was hard for me to be in that situation. But now that I look back, I am so happy that that's how everything happened. Because if it wouldn't have happened, maybe later in life, it would have shown up, you know? Mm-hmm. And fortunately, I feel like I'm still young and working on this now it pushed me you know to be just better and to just not allow anything like that anymore but now I have to do the internal work Mm -hmm. and that's when I really started just diving into these books and listening to people I have taken coaching classes before but like I told you like this is definitely a coaching class that I do recommend for everyone because you know the questions you're asking you know what you're doing (laughs) and and (laughs) you but yeah that was that was the time wow. in my life you know that's it I have to work on myself because I don't want this to happen again and I have to really be vulnerable with myself and with others and just 
keep growing. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people, um, you know, that are listening that are going to benefit from that, that might be in the mm-hmm. same place. So I really thank you for sharing that. I know that that's, um, even with me, even with me, you, you're sometimes I call back on like sharing something. So I know that this was a lot for you. And I really, really, truly appreciate that. Um, yeah. And thank you for sh- for sharing and talking about your journey through self-love, because so many, so many of us are in that place too where we're like enough is enough what when is enough enough and this is this is what pushes me and encourages me to continue doing what I do because I want to be there whenever you know I I want my TikTok video to pop up whenever uh someone else is like sobbing or just crying or just frustrated because they haven't really prioritized themselves first and Mm -hmm. it it happens to the best of us It, it happens it just happens it's life we don't yeah. control everything that happens. We have some sort of control, but we don't have control over, you know, someone's passing. We don't have control over like accidents that happen, but we have, we do have control over when we prioritize ourselves. And it takes yeah. a lot. It, it takes a, a lot of intentional decision-making to get to the place uh, where you are now. And it's like a consistent, thing it's not like oh I'm gonna put myself today and that's it it's like yeah. you know you have to choose you every single day and that's why self-love and loving yourself first and understanding your worth is key to mm-hmm. be able to do any of that to be able yeah. to let go of like that toxic relationship to be able to say no or put boundaries because um because without that you won't have enough confidence mm-hmm. to say no or you know yeah, yeah. And the thing about it, too, is when you do the inner work and like, you know, there will be days where you still feel doubt and all that, but you still know your worth and you still know you're not going Mm -hmm. to put up with this and you know you're confident and you you're standing your ground and like your beliefs and what you need, you know, so it does help a lot, even though you think you're still, you know, feeling sad and whatever, that doesn't even matter at the end of the day, because you're respecting yourself, your boundaries, and you're not going to let nobody destroy that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's, and sometimes that's the only thing, how you said, like, that's the only thing kind of pushing you to keep doing what you're doing. It's like, you know that. Um, and I mean, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of a place where, where I was too, where, because um, obviously I wasn't always like this. Even Like I said this again and again, even though I'm 23, I feel like I had to do the inner work I had to do the inner work and a lot of people think like 12 being 12 13 and 14 is like not an important age but let me tell you guys Mm -hmm. something being that age is so important and so crucial because that leads to high school and high school leads to college and that leads like to your like overall life and I think for me the time that I had to do the most self-work was when I was uh, a pre-teen thinking that that's what I'm saying now but it's true it's true. When I was a, a preteen, I remember that's when I was struggling with like my my body and I was body shaming myself for a little bit. And then I regained myself, what you said, through reading. I start, I found my love for books and self-help books at age 12. Surprisingly, <laughs> I still can't believe that. But it, I did. I fell in love with reading because I couldn't I couldn't really co- either like connect with people my, my age. I've always looked up to people older, like still to this day, all my all my girlfriends they're either like, you know, five, 10 years older than me, or some of them are even 15 years older than me. 
because I struggle, I struggle still because the thing that really matters to me is connection. Like if I don't vibe with Mm -hmm. you or if I don't like, I feel a dishonesty, like ugh, it leaves a disgust in my mouth. Like I I can't do it. I, I really genuinely cannot do it. And, um, I felt that when I was, you know, a preteen and I was able to develop these habits. So when I went to high school, I was able to fight my battles. I was able to say, no, don't touch me there. That's my no-no square. Like, we're not doing this. Not in high school. Like, no, I can't. Yeah. So, and, it help, and it helped me because I, I worked on it when I was in middle school. And it's crazy to say, but uh, I know that I have a young audience as well. You're never too young. Like, I have some people that are, I think, like 15, 14, some wow. girls that are that age. And it's like, you're never too young to start on your self-love self-growth personal growth journey you're never too young never take too this young. from me old <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> no <laughs> yeah exactly like and how you said I think you said I think I'm still young you are young you are young <laughs> you are still young um and it's it's never it's it's like you said it's never too late and you never you're never too too young or too old to start all of this okay yes. take take that from this from this podcast and yeah. um, since we are coming to our to the end of the episode, it's already been like 46, 46 minutes. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it went by so fast. Um, if you could share some words of encouragement to mothers that find themselves stuck in a place that they don't want to be in, what would you share with them? I would tell you that you're not a tree. So there's no way that you can be stuck anywhere. So do not be afraid to ask for help. And also be old. Can you repeat that? You're cutting off a little bit. Can you repeat that? Yes. Know the tree part. Heard that. Love that. (laughs) So be open to people's advices. Sometimes people truly want to help you. And it's nice to see the world with different lenses. Because sometimes when we're in a dark place, we are so caught up in the moment that we don't see that there are other people trying to help us. And also, you are worthy of a better life. You are worthy of being happy. And it all starts with a desire of wanting to change. So have faith in yourself. Believe in yourself. Because I believe in you. I love that. I want to cry. <laughs> um, Don't cry because then I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm like, here. So I, I'm very thankful that, that you came on my podcast and I'm so thankful that, you know, you did the coaching and are still doing the coaching uh, with me because you, oh my goodness, I can't get emotional. Um, <laughs> but in general, like, I think that I, you, you are, you know, one of the reasons why, why I love to do what I do, seeing you grow um, and seeing you flourish and really understanding you know, your responsibilities and your power, the power that you have um, and the power that, you know, in your words, in your actions, and you're starting to realize it, you starting to realize that and me being able to be a part of that is beautiful. And um, again, I just thank you so much for for being here in our podcast today. I'm sure that you your story has helped a lot of mothers as well and a lot of women in general, but I, I mainly wanted to um, specify that, you know, that you're that you're that you're a mama like you're you're a mom and you're also working on yourself and you have your own business and I think a lot of more women need to hear like it is possible it is possible to achieve and to have the life that you want 
And even, even though, you know, you might not have everything you want now, you will in the future. Like there's always something. And I think that um, by starting off with the right mindset, then you start making all the right decisions. And you've been proof of that. Like you, you're doing that now. You've been, you are proof and living proof of having the right mindset equals making the right decisions. Making the right decisions equals a happier, peaceful life. And this is, that's what I want for everybody. That's, that's what I want for everybody. And um, just thank you. Thank you so much for sharing yeah, intimate stories. But coming from you, you're also a person that I admire a lot. So, you know, I appreciate the work that you do and, and the information you share. It's definitely very helpful for me also. Thank you. Thank you so much for being part of part of the podcast and part of the show. And I'm so excited to see what uh, what you're about to do in these next years and like in three, five years, how your business turns out. And for anybody that wants to reach you for consultations or anything like that or follow you on social, um, yeah. can, do you want to go ahead and um, talk a little bit about that? For sure. So I do share a lot of um, beauty care tips on Instagram. Instagram is wonderful. My underscore 21. And on TikTok, I share thing high value woman advice as well as beauty one more time wonder what wonder woman Mari. okay oh i'm gonna look you up <laughs> excited so again thank you so much maricela for being a part of the show and a part of the podcast and um I, i'm just so excited for you and i'm excited to see where you will be next year <laughs>